What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Bradley Sal, former Ole Miss offensive lineman. Eight-year NFL vet. In this edition of Talk of Champions, we got a lot to cover. DJ Durkin is off to Texas A&M. Could Ole Miss be in it for Caleb Williams? There's a lot going on. Hey, buddy, what's up? What's up, man? How's it going? Good. What do you think about DJ Durkin going to Texas A&M? Something that we've been talking about now for a little while. Man, I tell you what, and I, I don't don't really want to go here with this, but God Almighty, how many assistants can you lose in one year? And I know people are like, you know, that's what good programs do, but man, I've never seen, I've never been a part of a team or or seen this team, other maybe in Alabama that has lost so many assistants to to other schools. I mean, dude, and these are these are lateral moves. That's what that's what I don't understand. Which I mean, it could be looked at either way. You can think the schools are bigger than Ole Miss, whatever. But um, you lost your defense coordinator to a defense coordinator job, your offense coordinator to an offense coordinator job, your strength coach to a strength coach job. Um, it just God just keeps piling up, and and maybe your running backs coach to another running backs job. So um, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure Lane will go out there and get the get the right guys he needs to to work with. But um, that's just that's just a lot of turnover for one team. I reported on the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com, and affiliate of Own3.com, the website that I write for, that Ole Miss has had real, not insignificant, communication with Oklahoma transfer quarterback Caleb Williams. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I've kind of heard the same thing, um, you know, talking to him. And, um, you know, I know, I know a lot of people think that it's, um, you know, a lot of people, I see a lot of people reporting that they think it's going to be USC. It's definitely not going to be USC, I don't think. Um, I don't know that the relationship between him and um, Lincoln Riley are the greatest. Um, I don't think they're even in the picture, to be honest with you. What I've been told is it's Ole Miss and Ole Miss, Georgia, or um, you know, two two of the main ones right now. 
um, with what they've had. Imagine Georgia would probably be be in the league there. But um, I, I know they're they're um, targeting pretty pretty heavy, and um, if I had to guess, they're they're probably going going after him pretty hard. So um, would be a huge get. I know it um, it seems kind of crazy, but if that one were to be pulled off, which um, I'm not going to get my hopes up whatsoever, but if that were to be pulled off, that would be. Um, be an epic epic start <laughs> an epic change of events and on top of that i i do um do hear that if whoever gets him there there will be some other guys follow him so um it could be a big 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 first domino what about snoop connor going pro not transferring out not coming back he's declared for the draft yeah i, I have a couple opinions on that um well first is first off i mean he didn't really get the he didn't really get the ball as much as I thought he should. Um, you know, probably should have been our lead back. Um, so I can see where he's coming from there. Um, you know, I just hope he, that that you know him and Ely got their degrees and got what they needed out of college because you know the whole term going pro it's just not um, not as easy as it sounds. And I don't foresee either one of those guys being in the first three rounds. Maybe um, depending on how they run at their pro days, but. Running backs are just tough, man. I mean, there's only usually about four taken in the first two or three rounds, and um, those are usually um, guys that can kind of, you know, every down guys. So I don't know. They left early, and I, I think they'll both probably go, um, you know, depending on how they run. I could see it both being that fourth round to later. Um, you know, so I'm just hoping they got their degrees and stuff because fourth rounders and, and fourth rounds later, they could, you could be cut. I mean, you really could. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure this decision is, um, is something that, that they wanted to do, thought about and, and talked it over. But, um, you know, I'm just hoping they, that they got what they needed out of college first before making that decision. Other than all that, a very slow news day. Feels like everything is going on all the time, every day right now. Yeah. I mean, other than the Ole Miss basketball game, just watch that. Um, don't, don't do a whole lot of basketball, but eesh, that's a tough way to lose a game. What do you think about Lane Kiffin's NFL prospects as a head coach? A return to the NFL? Um, I don't see it happening this year. I really don't. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I just think that um, I, I, I cannot see that. I don't know. Not this year. Maybe maybe in the future, but I just do not. I don't see that as being realistic. Maybe it could happen, but I don't. Um, I don't see it. And if it were, you know, I just don't know what kind of staff he would assemble there. I mean, I guess he would he would go with guys that maybe he was with in Oakland or whatever. But I just don't. I, I don't think that's. Um, I just don't think it's a possibility for this year. Maybe it could though. And and, it, and if anybody could, I mean, he certainly has a. Um, you know, he, he certainly has the the offensive mind. You know, more suited for the NFL or very suited for the NFL, especially with some of his route concepts. And he already does a lot of NFL stuff. Um, which is, I think is what is potentially attracting Caleb Williams to to Ole Miss, and and I've been told it, it doesn't have a lot to do with NIL. There's already NIL deals in place that are going to carry with him no matter where he goes, but it's the fact that he wants to be with a coach that that has NFL experience that, that kind of runs NFL style, um, you know, route concepts, pass concepts, and that's what Kiffin does. So if he were to be an NFL coach. Um, yeah, I don't see it happening this year, but maybe, maybe in the future, I think his style is, is very suited for that. But, um, man, I just don't, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it happens this year. This time next week, we're talking about it. What would Ole Miss do in that scenario? That's the only thing people listening to this podcast care about. Yeah, I don't, I, I guess you go on a coaching search. I mean, there, there's, um, well, there's, obviously you go on a coaching search, but what do you do? What direction do you go? What kind of coach are you targeting? What are you looking for? Um, I mean, I, I think you, you want to try to obviously get someone that, um, 
that, that has a really good offensive mind, somebody that's similar to what um, what we just had. But I think if, if something like that were to happen, um, I mean, the, the floodgates that opens as far as transfers and stuff, you don't even want to get into into how how far back that would set set our program. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you would just go. I don't know that you could get Levy or somebody like that, but, um, yeah, I mean, you'd probably want to go out there and try to find the hottest name. And it would be an attractive job because of the pay. The pay is, um, you know, Kiffin's pay is obviously. Yeah, what you're paying now, what you've shown you can pay coaches, you can go get anybody, well, within reason. You can't get Nick Saban, but you can get anybody yeah. within reason paying that kind of money. 100% agree. Yeah, the, I think you go out and, and, and would easily be able to, be able to you know, re- replace that with a decent, decent hire. I figured you were kind of getting what I was going with there as far as like Ole Miss wouldn't just pivot and go back to Jeff Levy. I think, I feel like that ship has sailed. Um, probably right now in the short term, I would say so. Um, but I, I don't even know what the rules are on that. I don't know if they could even do that or, or <laughs> be- they could do anything. They could make a rule for anything. <laughs> they could decide to just sure do that. Yeah. Well, if Kevin were to leave and that was possible, I think they would certainly explore it, but I, I don't even, I mean, I think there's uh, so much other stuff to focus on, especially you end up getting this roster yes. together. Yeah. If, um, you know, if, if he were to go to the NFL, that would just be a, a brutal move that would set Ole Miss back for so long that um, he would we'd probably feel much like the Tennessee fans feel about him after that. I'm not going to really play this out too much because I don't want anybody to get their hopes up here. But if Ole Miss were to get Caleb Williams, since that's all anybody really wants to talk about, we're trying to entertain people anyway. What does that mean for literally everything with this program? On field, off field, the quarterback position, all the big ticket things landing him. What would that mean? Um, well, if, if we were to land him and I, I know there's some rumblings of guys that would be up with them. Um, and you know, if the list that, that I've been, been told were to come with him, plus some of the ads we already got, we would, we would, we would almost be a, most likely be a better team next year than we were this year. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot, long way to go, a lot of clothes and I don't ever get my hopes up on recruiting cause I'm not really into it like that. But, um, yeah, wherever he goes, there's going to be some guys follow. So, and they're significant guys too, um, guys, guys that people know. So, yeah, wherever wherever he goes, I don't I don't know. In my my mind, I, I would think Ole Miss is is you know behind maybe Georgia and and I don't maybe one other that I don't know about. But um, yeah, wherever he goes, it, it would it would absolutely it's going to absolutely change the whole dynamic and it's the domino effect, man. I mean, you get him. Other guys are going to come along. Um, you know, other pieces start falling into place. You look up next year, and you got a, you got a pretty darn good roster. So, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get my hopes up on it, but I, but I have heard that it's a, um, that it's a, a full on pursuit, and you know, it's going better than anyone ever would expect. Oh man, I can just hear the collective. Oh no, my hopes are just. My hopes are climbing right now <laughs> from the Ole Miss fan. Yeah, don't, don't get your hopes up too much. But yeah. uh, I know that – Well, I, I just think that it's comforting knowing that Ole Miss is making an effort, and that's all you can do. So, um, Give it the know. old college try. Yeah, and, and what, what, what we have going for us is, is what I've been told. It has nothing to do with money. And, you know, obviously we can't. We probably wouldn't be able to muster up some of the deals that other schools have. But I, I'm, I'm told that he has deals already in place that are – um, you know, significant, and they're going to follow him wherever he goes. Um, the brands are so. Um, I don't know. Could could be wrong on this, but um, I think that that it's actually a, a a search for a coach that can, 
you know, get him to the NFL as a quarterback. I think that's that's the most important thing. So it's because whoever wherever he goes, it's a two year two year lease. You know, he's going to come for two seasons and he's going to try to be a first rounder. And I mean, you tell me who else. Um, you know, Lane Kiffin's right there with with, with a. I mean, he. You, there's no other coach going to develop him um, out there as good as a Lane Kiffin can. There's other there's other coaches, bigger time schools, whatever other coaches. But Lane Kiffin has NFL experience. He's a, he's a younger guy. He runs a lot of pa- past concepts that you see on Sundays. And we have a guy that he just turned into a first rounder. So that he's got. He's responsible for, for Matt Corral. The player gets most all the credit, but the coach that gets the credit for Matt Corral's development is him. It's Jeff Levy, too. Not going to try to diminish Jeff Levy, but Lane Kiffin. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I mean, he, he just he just, he just just took a kid from from just a, a regular quarterback that we that nobody even thought was even going to start that year to probably the first quarterback off the board. So his track record is, is much more attractive than, than people are giving almost credit for here. Um, you know, I know they feel like, oh, was, everybody was thinking it was automatically USC. I don't think they're even in it. Um, I think it's a Georgia Ole Miss thing. This is the plan for this podcast today. I asked for questions on Sunday for an impromptu mailbag that Brad said we had to have for first thing Monday morning. Y'all sent out on the Ole Miss Spirit and on Twitter 90 questions. We went over half of them, just the ones from my message board on Monday and I said this would be the mailbag part three in a trilogy from the mailbag last week to then Monday and now today. So we're going to answer these questions. Some of them will be dated, but the only way we can answer the questions is if we open the mailbag. The mail's here. You've got mail. Special mail for you. This is a letter to Hollywood saying, keep it up. Movies are great. Open up the mailbag to answer your questions, starting with at OLMstead, Inc. Is Baylor any good, Brad? Or just really lucky they didn't have to face Corral for four quarters. With Corral in the game, I think we run away with it. Agree or no? I think we win if Corral's in there. Um, I think Corral's legs would have been the different uh, difference. If you notice, you know, in the game, Altmaier got hot there, but... Um, yeah, at a certain point in the game, but he really couldn't run like like Corral could have. I think with Corral in there, we do win that game because um, you don't have the pick six, you don't have the the pick over the middle likely um, late in that game, which which really set them up for both their touchdowns. Um, yeah, I, I thought they were okay. I thought they I thought they were a disciplined team. They played. I thought they were very well coached. I will say that. But as far as just a sheer talent standpoint, there we should have won that game um, it, with Matt Corral in there. I, I fully believe that we would have picked it up and, and, and likely got after them. This is going to be the all-Brad mailbag. Nick Blakely at CFC. Nicholas, does Brad have any good stories from his trip to New Orleans? Um, man, I will say this. I, and anybody here listening will know I hung out a little bit with um, with T. Wade, Todd Wade, and, and his brother Justin. Um, Justin's a trip, man. It, it, dude, dude is too funny. Um. But nothing, nothing crazy. But just walk around with those two big dudes. Um, you obviously the people watching in New Orleans is, is something funny. But when you when you got dudes that big, you know you're gonna gonna get a lot a lot of odd um, you know comments and, and stares. But yeah, man, that's um, just just had a good time out late. Um, didn't do anything too crazy. But um, yeah, just just hanging with those guys was funny in itself. 
We'll get right back to Bradley Sowell in this edition of Talk of Champions after I tell you briefly about Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford and Chinese Pharmacy, two proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. A new year brings new beginnings, a fresh start. The slate has been wiped clean. And what better way to celebrate that than with a new car? Well, if you're in the market, there's only one place you should go, and that's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is Alan Samuels aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Most everyone who's listening to this podcast should know by now I only vouch for sponsors I truly believe in, and I cannot say enough good things about Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. When you go, ask for Brian or Mason. They'll make sure to get you in the car that you want at a price point you can afford and make sure to tell them that Talk of Champions sent you to take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides. You can contact them today at 662-234-8000-2201 East University Avenue, 662-234-8000. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. A new year is here. It's 2022, not to mention that spring is around the corner in Oxford, Mississippi. What comes with it? The return of Ole Miss football, Ole Miss baseball. It's a special time of year in Oxford. You want to be there, right? You want to be in Swayze Field. You want to be back in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Well, the only way you can do that is if you're healthy, that you have a pharmacy you can trust. Well, there's only one pharmacy in Oxford, Mississippi that can do just that, Cheney's Pharmacy a locally owned pharmacy that's been in Oxford for over 40 years, as red and blue as the rebels themselves. Cheney's Pharmacy offers prescription synchronization, immunizations, compounding, a two-lane drive-through and available hours that ensure your needs are met on your own time. Cheney's also accepts all third-party insurance. Cheney's Pharmacy provides the best customer service out there, hands down, it's not close. So give Cheney's a call, 662-234-7221 or go visit them at 501 Bramlett Boulevard. That's right off of University Avenue. They're open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sundays. You can visit them online at cheneyspharmacy.com. Make sure your pharmacy is one you can trust. Cheney's Pharmacy, much more than just a pharmacy. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we're picking up recording here because Brad actually told me what happened in New Orleans. And then I told him my own story. And I don't know how we move on, but we try. Michael Luker at LukerMichael02. What a way to come down. Thanks, Michael. It's not your fault. It's just timing. After all the momentum we had this season, it seems to have gone away with the coaching departures and some player departures. Shouldn't it be the opposite after this type of a season? Or do I just have crazy high expectations? No, I think I think on a normal year where you know recruiting isn't the way it is now, I think you do. You have that kind of year, but now it's this whole I'm going to pop in the market and see what my market value is, or I'm going pro. Like everybody wants to go on the move, and it, it's crazy. This is the new college football, and like I said, it sound it, it feels crazy and looks crazy, but if Ole Miss. Um, you know, lands all the guys that they're targeting or all the guys I'm being told. I mean, it could be a complete, I mean, it's almost like basketball now. I mean, you, you, you're talking about five to six, you know, seven, you know, significant ads that, that, that are in the works for Ole Miss that, that could make it a whole new, whole new look and, and almost make us a better team. But I, I think that, I think everybody has to change their mindset, man. I think this is the new norm and I'm not a huge fan of it, you know, so far, but We'll see. I mean, uh, I'm sure we're going to get some guys, lose some guys. But, yeah, this is a massive turnover, and it does not feel good. And I know why, I know fans are feeling a certain way, but you know, you're right. It doesn't feel good, but hopefully we're able to, to poach some guys as well. Ole Miss Sports at Rebel Sports Talk. Why does this offense the past three to five games contain no slant patterns, no running back or wide receiver screen passes with blitzing or over-the-middle tight end passes? Everything is out wide. We never use the middle of the field. No, I think he's spot on. I, I I thought the same thing, man. I, I thought I thought the middle of the field was kind of non-existent the last some odd weeks, man. I don't know what the deal was there, and I think um, you know late in that game, you know, I feel like a screen, some kind of screen package for Altmaier would have been great. I mean, they were absolutely bringing backers, stunting, twisting. The way to slow that down is some kind of screens and stuff. So, um, yeah, I was a little shocked, and, and even going back this year compared to the year before. We, I mean, we had an awesome screen package and and a lot of different different stuff to to handle blitzes and stuff. And I just felt like this year we didn't yeah. didn't use it much, which was which was odd to me. Now looking back on it, when did they really screen? I'm sure they that, did, but I just don't remember it. Not much. And you look last year. I mean, we had we had a few huge screens mm-hmm. versus Alabama. That's kind of what slowed them slowed Alabama down the year before. Is we we kept getting those wide open screens on certain blitzes and man, I sure would have loved to have had a few of those, um, you know, over the middle wide receiver screens or just some running back screens. You know, the other night, whenever Baylor had their um, ears pent back, you know, also was Tisdale hurt. No, he wasn't hurt. He was in the doghouse. He never got out of it after an off the field incident. I want to say in October, seen him at the game, but no pads, strange situation, strange indeed. Matt Darty at the Wolfman's Bro with the way we finished recruiting and the loss of Lebby and possibly, well, now DJ Durkin. Is it time to hit the panic button? Um, no, I, I would not hit the panic button, man. Let's just see what happens here. There's a lot of stuff in the works. Um, I think we're going to get some decent players here down the stretch that are going to ease some minds. I won't get anybody's hopes up, but there's some definitely some guys in the works that I think are going to be pretty cool to, um, you know, get. 
And, um, yeah, I mean, listen, there's no reason to panic. Um, you know, the, the school and, and all the fans believe in lane, they, they paid him, they paid him accordingly. So this is his job, man. This is why they don't pay him $8 million or whatever they pay him just to, just to get on Twitter and do whatever they pay him to, to do this exact job. So let's let him do his job and, and, and we'll judge him, you know, a, a, after everything settles. But, you know, there, there will be other guys come. There will be, there'll be good, more recruits come in and, and it'll be his job to develop them and do all that. And, you know, you just got to trust in the process. And that, that's what people got to do. It, it, a lot of, there's going to be a lot of turnover every year from now on. This is what, this is what college football is. You look look around um, the nation. All every team's doing this right now. There's guys declaring for the draft. There's guys going all over the place. Uh, we just have to stick, um, you know, stick in there. I mean, I just watch LSU play a game with a quarterback or with a wide receiver with two gloves on. I've never seen an LSU team this depleted. But this is what college football is now, man. People are running all over the place. And um, sad part is, there's going to be people get left out and um, you know get the get the crap in the stick. Dave at Gunboat Dave Brad. Did the Clements fire come back to bite Kiffin in the butt? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I know that you know. I, I've been pretty open with how I, I didn't agree with the timing of it. Um, yeah, I wish they would have stuck it out for this season. Just um, you know, m- maybe help out with the continuity of the line, um, but they didn't. I don't. I don't think. I don't know how much that played into it. Um, you know, there's there's been there's been even his guys leaving the staff. So. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, with, with this kind of turnover, you can't point it to one guy. I just think it's one of those years where an Ole Miss team won 10 games and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of schools came, came calling and, um, you know, it wasn't letting like we're losing guys to, to smaller schools. We're losing guys to some pretty big power five schools. So Oklahoma, Oregon, you know, Texas A&M, that's all a good company to be in. But not for lateral moves. Yeah, definitely, definitely not not for lateral moves, but you never know what's promised nowadays. And you know, with the way recruiting's going, um, maybe those guys feel like they could they got a better better NIL pot, or a better or more access to to money to be able to get players. And um, you know, who knows? Who knows what all played into it? But you know, every, every situation is is different. And um, you know, it, it seems like guys were ready to move on. John Caleb Wilson at John Caleb Wilson. Any elite playmakers on offense next year? Well, now that we've looked at the portal and things that are possibilities, that's a totally different conversation three days later. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, let's look at what we're losing first, which is um, Drummond, the top two running backs. Um, I mean, it it is going to be absolutely important. Oh, yeah. And that Heisman candidate at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 obvious. He was for sure gone. He didn't have the option to stay, really. Um, but the other ones, most of the other ones could have, um, or should, it should be staying. Um, but yeah, that's, it's, it's a, it's going to be a, going to be an overhaul. And if, if we somehow pull up, pull this off, um, get a lot of guys that, that, that they're going after and we end up coming back and being another strong team, then, um, man, it'd be a heck of a job right now though. It's, um, you know, just looking at everybody leaving, I'm sure it's freaking everybody out. Like it's freaking you know, me out, but um, yeah, that's it. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. This is what he's paid for. So, um, we'll, is we'll every off season from this point forward going to be just like this? This is a lot. I think so. I think so, man. And, Jeez. um, I think, I think this is what you're going to see. Um, I, I just think we got to a point this year where almost had a lot of names on there that were, that were good players. And, um, you know, looking, looking around, we had, we had some coaches that were, I mean, Durkin was a head coach at Maryland. Um, um, Levy's, a big time offensive corner. There's just some guys that are, that are got highly respectable names and 
you know, sucks that they left the program, but you know, you don't know everybody's situation. Not everybody's from Mississippi and, and just loves Ole Miss like all his fans do. So, um, you know, I'm not saying those guys didn't, but you know, there, there's other situations that guys may think are better. And well, the same thing with players. I mean, they're every, everybody wants to get in that, get, get in the portal now so they can see what they can get money wise. I mean, or see what, what kind of NIL deal they can get. And, you know, you can't blame them. The NCA made this rule, made these rules and, um, with, with not a whole lot of guidance and, you know, this may be the only time some of these kids can earn that kind of money that fast. You hit on a lot of stuff there. And John Caleb Wilson has two more questions. The first, how will Kiffin's offense look differently now that Lebby is gone? I don't think it'll look too different. I mean, I think a lot of that is is Lebby, you know, Lebby and Lane kind of, you know, building one together. I think that um, I think it'll be very, very similar. I think if you could go back and look at the FAU days, um, you know, it still looks similar to what you saw at Ole Miss. And um, I, I think it'll be a lot of the same flavor, um, you know, that, that, that what we've seen in the last couple of years. I, I don't think it's going to be a huge change. And the last one also eight and four or nine and three next year. Oh man, it's just going to all depend on the portal, dude. I mean, if we, if we were to get a Caleb Williams and all the people that, that I've, I've kind of been hurt, been hearing, I, I, I would gladly say we're going back to a new year's bowl, but Ooh. until or, um, or in at Ole Miss and, and, um, you know, until I see the quarterback's going to be, um, you know, if we were to line up tomorrow as a team, I, I don't know. <laughs> Four, four or five, maybe. So Woo, uh, that bad. Well, it just we 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 lost everybody, man. I mean, you you start naming the list: top two running backs, your quarterback, your top receiver, your best defensive end. I mean, these aren't just these aren't just replaceable dudes, unless you go to the portal and get another experienced guy. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, right now, if if we were sitting as we were today, I don't, I don't. You know, be it'll be a little tough to to win some games, but I think if we go and hit out, you know, the right way, we we could potentially be a pretty darn good team next year. Old Greg at Scuba Drew, your thoughts on how well Luke Altmyer played in the Sugar Bowl? <clears throat> like I said, I I think if you take two throws away, you're, you're talking about something totally different. Um, you know, really those those two throws led to 14 points for Baylor. Um, you know, just just kind of crazy to to freaking get a tip interception like that and all the way to the house at that. Um, and then secondly, to, th- to throw one over the middle, kind of the middle traffic and, and give up a, the you know, pick and then it leads to their, their one explosive play of the game. Um, I, I thought I thought he did fine. I mean, he's a young freshman coming in there in, the, in, the, in the, one of the probably the biggest game he may ever play in. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I know <clears throat> it's not as simple as just jumping in the game when you didn't have all the reps all week either. So it's, it's just a totally different you'd like to go out there and rep your plays and, and do all that. But I think for the situation he was thrown in, I mean, he did fine. He did, he did, um, he did enough. He just made two, two bad throws there. And I think we make that kick there. We go up 10 to seven and you know, you just never know. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think for the situation he was in, it, he was, he was, he was okay. Michael Luker at Luker, Michael O2, any big recruiting news coming to lift the morale? All the recruiting news will be from the portal, and Zach Evans would be a great start. If Caleb Williams were to happen, I just I'd refuse to believe it's going to happen. If it were to happen, completely yeah, my program changing. My hopes are not high at all <laughs> on that. But where would you rank? What, what would you say? Is it a scratch off, knowing that you're not going to win anything of significance? Okay, you get the million dollar scratch off. You can win a million dollars. You're not going to. Is it that, or is there a little bit more confidence than that? There's a little more confidence than that, but okay, I will. This like 
um, you know, I think it's a long shot, but, but the fact that, that, that we are in it and we are communicating is huge because what people don't realize he could easily say, ignore that call, or he can easily say, thanks, no thanks, but there's been significant conversation had and whether that means anything, I don't know. I mean, most likely the history says probably not, but the fact that we are at least all in and trying to get him, um, yeah, I respect that. I think it's a respectful thing that Ole Miss is getting getting that call, and I think it has a lot to do with Lane Kiffin. And you know, I think they're very serious on this kid getting with someone that's going to run concepts that 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 are practiced on the next level. Um, and I don't, um, I don't think Lee can rally's that guy for him, and I, I don't think he's even considering talking to him. So um, I just think, yeah, I just I, I think that it's um, it's just cool that Ole Miss is, is actually in it. Elliot Parker at E4419. What are the plans for getting a new field goal kicker now that Costa probably can never play again? I don't think we're anywhere close to that. Maybe he could come back next year. It just depends on waivers and appeals and all these kind of things. We're way, way, way far away from probably can never play again. Ben Mathis at Ben M88. Why is it the way that it is? Because life is hard, Ben. It's hard. It's a garden. And despite it all, just dig it. My well, let me just say this: I, my last two games that I watched Ole Miss events were the most Ole Miss things I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I, so I watched a Sugar Bowl where our first-round quarterback goes down in the first quarter. Yeah, our quarterback gets hurt the first quarter of a huge game um, in a game that we were obviously should have won. So that's crappy. And I just watched a basketball game where we have more. We, we essentially should have beat a Tennessee team. We have more turnovers than we've had since 2005 playing with about six or seven players up there. I mean, dude, it's just exhausting, man. Um, yeah, the last two events have not not done me well. <laughs> Ryan Long at Rhino underscore Longo. What was the deal with Lane standing 20 yards from the huddle when there would be a timeout? Looked very disengaged. Going to go right back to Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman in this edition of Talk of Champions after we hear from B&A Bank and Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, two proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Are you looking for a career change? Maybe COVID threw you for a loop. Maybe it's time that you did something else. Maybe you're just tired of working nine to five for 40 hours every week just to make money for someone else. Well, our phone line sponsor, Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, is looking to hire new financial representatives here in Mississippi. No background experience is necessary. You do have to be a resident of Mississippi, but what he's looking for is someone who is highly self-motivated and wants to make a difference in the lives of others. A full-time position comes with benefits such as health insurance, a matching 401k, and a pension plan. Don't wait around anymore. It's time to make a change. So for more information, feel free to reach out to Thomas Chandler today directly through Facebook or his number at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. Make the change. Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, the title sponsor of Talk of Champions.
I did not notice that. I was in the stands with Baylor fans whipping their towels right in my face because we couldn't get we didn't get tickets on the Ole Miss side. That's another story. But um, yeah, that I did not notice that. Um, yeah, he's always kind of different different demeanor on the sideline. So um, did not notice that. Kevin at KAC thirty three one seven five nine. What are your thoughts on the Nick Savage hire? Um, you know, I, I think it's cool. I, I know he has a really respected name. Um, I've seen his name, you know, quite a while. Um, and we are bringing, we are, you know, having him come in from a pretty respectable program. So, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, Lane's going to be pretty selective in the guys he brings in. And I'm sure he's going to be similar to the, the Wilson love guy, at least philosophy wise. I'm not sure if he does the, you know, get crazy thing, but um, you know, coming from a reputable school, I feel pretty good about it. Um, there's even people that think it's an upgrade. So I don't know how you, how you would know that about a strength coach, but, um, yeah, he has a pretty good name out there. Jack Laney at JB Laney 58. I want more NIL insight from Brad. Last mailbag was great. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to blow up anybody's cover, but yeah, there is a group out there that, um, that is being formed for NIL, um, you know, is the problem with it is, is that this correctly, um, you have to follow statute, follow law, just like everywhere else. Whereas, um, you know, I'm not so sure that, that a lot of this is, is, is actually being followed, you know, in other places. So there's a lot more that goes into it. You can't just create an organization that says, Hey, I'm going to go pay players. It has to be for, you know, a service or some kind of actual NIL name and likeness to, to benefit a business. So, um, it's not as, as quite as cowboy as people people are making it out to be. And um, yeah, there's a group that's that's being formed. I think they're being ran the right way. Um, you know, I, I, there'll be more that'll be announced. And when that time comes, I, I'm pretty sure we'll I'll be involved. We'll probably be involved with this on this podcast. Um, you know, talking about it. So um, I, I think that that they're getting close. I think they're 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 going to do a deal at some point. And um, you know, it'll, it'll be pretty neat. Can I submit a question? Yeah, submit one. All right, cool. I thought we were getting Chris Collins on this podcast. Is that not going to happen? Yeah, it's supposed to. He texts me. He texts me all the time, but I, he just apparently he works a pretty busy schedule. So um, I will get him on here eventually. But I, I'm not sure. I think he does some kind of offshore, offshore stuff where he's he's pretty darn busy. So right. we'll get him on here then. All right, Galen Martin Music at GM Crutches is Altmaier at his ceiling greater or less than swag? Chad Kelly. Ooh, I don't know, man. That's that's a tough one. I, I just, I mean, he he did some good looking stuff out there. I, he he. Only thing that only my only complaint is he pulls his knee pad up so much. I think that he should probably do something with his pants. Or no, I'm kidding, dude. That's a joke. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's got <laughs> um, he's got he's got he's got a long way to go before we're talking about Chad Kelly type stuff. But um, I will say this, man. He got in the game and there for a stretch. Um, he looked he was kind of like amazing looking at times. You know, like. He did some pretty cool stuff, but then there were some limitations you saw in there too. I mean, kind of a little bit smaller, not I mean quick, but not not really not really that you know fast when he goes to run and all that. So um, yeah, I mean, I think there's there's certainly talent there. He threw some great deep balls. There were some really good. Um, he threw, threw a really pretty deep ball um, a couple times. One was for a touchdown, and you, know, you, you saw something there. He, he's got talent. So let's. It's a matter of who can you know, develop him and, and, and get him, get him to where he's, he's SEC caliber. He's got a long way to get me. He's like probably 18 years old. 
you know, what would Luke Altmaier look like three years from now? I don't know. He's got a lot of weight room and he's got a lot of studying. You know, I, I think I think there's something there though. Gates Allen at Gates Allen three. Campbell and Snoop coming back. Snoop's declared for the draft, and I think DJ Durkin going to Texas A&M trends Campbell more towards going pro too. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I do think there was optimism because almost raised a lot of money, not just for Snoop, but for Chance Campbell to return as well. I just don't see it anymore. Do you? Yeah, I, I think that, that the reason Chance Campbell hasn't signed some kind of deal or announced he's coming back is probably because of, because of Durkin. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong there, but I just can't see him coming back with Durkin being, being gone, but I don't know. Who knows? I don't know what the relationship's like between them. I imagine it's pretty good. Um, I think this would probably lean them towards going pro, but you know anything's possible. Portal updates. We've kind of covered that. Corral and Sam Williams, their draft stock. Um, I think Corral's going to go in the first round. Um, I think that's obvious, and I think it's not. I mean, he's a great. He's a good quarterback. Um, you know, you just never know. It's fifty-fifty when they get to the league, though. As you've seen, every year the guys go in there, you just don't know who's going to actually pan out and. Whatever, but I think you know if you look around the nation on the quarterback quarterback talent this year, he's like in the perfect scenario where um, he you know it's just not a lot of guys and he's far better than most. So um, I think he goes first round. I think Sam Williams is going to be interesting. Um, he put up great numbers. Um, he's going to have to fight off some of the off the field stuff. I'm sure he's going to get grilled on that. But I think where where someone like that could really shoot up is where he had great film, whatever. But I, I I'm I'm hearing the kick and absolutely run. Like I'm hearing his 40 is going to be like around a you know, it could be in the four or five range. Which you do that at the end weighing you know 250 pounds at six four six five, you're going to shoot way up. So um, he's interesting to watch. I, I think he's one of those guys that that could surprisingly like work up there in that second round. Ole Miss Sports at Rebel Sports Talk. Another question. I'm absolutely floored we didn't run or try a single trick play. It's the last game of the season. Levy is headed to Oklahoma. Why not some trickery? They were killing the offensive line. We needed some points. Give me every trick play in the book you've got yesterday. Man, great point. Great point. The question, though, offensive line was getting torn up, so can you really have time to develop a trick play? Yeah, I mean, I think you could have, but it's – you're right. We, we did a lot of stuff that, that really didn't help a banged up O-line. You know what I mean? Like we're still just dropping back. We're not really going out on the move. There's like a lot of stuff we could, we could I think we could have did a little better in that game. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, from, from just a sheer overall play standpoint, I, I just didn't, I didn't see it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't see the, it just didn't feel like the normal flow of our, of our offense, you know? And I think that, the key there was the running game. You know, we would have been better off had had we got the running game going, but man, we just never really could. And now we're putting the ball in the in the kids' hands, expecting him to win the game. And when, in reality, you got two you got two draft pick running backs, right? Two guys that are going to the draft early. Well, you should have been, you know, we should have been able to do something there. And you know, the O line didn't play that well. Um, and the, the two guys that. Um, you know, or, or going to the NFL didn't didn't really do a whole lot either because of that. So that's that's where the ball sh- should have been, and um, you know, it just didn't didn't work out. Joey Bates at Bates underscore JW. Are there any offensive line prospects coming in that will improve the offensive line play, and what can Ole Miss expect from the position group next year? I'm starting to wonder if this next year isn't going to be a lot like I don't know if it was one of the years that Lane was at Tennessee or somebody was at Tennessee where. 
they just took all the young guys, put them in there and said, all right, you guys are going to be the line for the next three years. So, um, we got, we had some prospects come in. Um, you know, we got maybe a couple of guys coming back, but I think we're going to go, we're going to have to go young at some spots unless we get some, some portal guys. And, um, you know, I, I think there, there could be some growing pains there, but you know, which have seen it all, all pans out, but we, we brought in a couple tackles that, that look good body wise, you know, it could maybe tough on them, but, um, I, th- I think I think you're going to see some young guys play this year. Tex underscore Reb at Reed R85. What coaches currently on staff would you consider above average recruiters? Mm, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think if you look at the the D line coach, um, I think John David Baker is um, is pretty darn good. Um, you know, I, I think that that he's he's involved in most of the bigger time guys. Um, you know, I, th- I think that he is, um, the reason he was brought here is for that very reason. And just knowing him a little bit, um, you know, when you talk to him, he's got that, you know, real and real inviting kind of, um, mindset and personality. So I can see him being a, being a pretty darn good recruiter. Evan Foster at Evan F one seventy seven. How much do we have to pay Durkin to stay here and not go to Texas A&M? He has gone to Texas A&M on a three-year guaranteed deal. Ole Miss offered more money to keep him. That's two guys that got for more money and left. Yes. That's wild. Crypto God 32 at Young Metaverse. I think Altmeyer looked good last night, even though we let up 13 sacks. What do you think about the quarterback transfer portal? We covered that. Should we not focus on the offensive line in the portal more? They are focusing on the offensive line more. They've already offered Mason Brooks from Western Kentucky, um, this Louisiana transfer, Osiris Torrance, and then J.D. Dorenzo from Sacred Heart. So they're prioritizing. I think they'd like to add two offensive linemen to the portal at this point. Hunter Hughley at Hunter Hughley. I think I messed that up. There are coaches and players that are believed to be departing the program. What is the scenario and percentage of said departures? Durkin's gone. What would you put at Kevin Smith right now? Um, I would say I would say probably higher that that he goes, uh, which is shocking to me, man. Like Matt Lindsay, Wilson Love, and Kevin Smith are three guys that I thought were like Lane's guys. You know what I mean? But um, for whatever reason, they're, they're going, going elsewhere. So, um, it just, it seems like there's a pretty high probability that, that he's going to, he's going to go as well. Jonathan Abril, I think it's odd that coaches that have taken other jobs continue to coach their former team. Their hearts can't be at 100%. Your take. Um, I think there's some truth to that. Um, you know, it, 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 the only reason why I think there's truth to that is not, not because I, I've experienced, experienced that, but you just put yourself in their shoes. Think about whenever you're uprooting your family and going somewhere else, all the stress that's involved in that, all the different, um, you know, feelings you're, you're working for another school recruiting. Um, you, know, you got to move your kids, whatever, you know, it's, it will be hard to be focused on, on, on anything, whether it was coaching, whatever, but you're, you're correct. I mean, it's just, it, it's hard to think that, that you could reasonably have a calm mind and be your best when you're, when you're going through that, um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's some, some definite truth to that. I just don't think that it's, um, you know, I, I think it's fair to say. Juan Rice Cummies at J.R. Cummies. Why did the football team spend more time on Bourbon Street than the actual fans? Because they were enjoying the spoils of their reward? I spent a lot of time on Bourbon. I didn't see anybody, so I'm sure they were all out there. But, um, but my whole thing is that's their reward, enjoying the spoils of their reward. The game is nothing but show. It means nothing. So for them, the reward is not the game. The reward is what? All the gifts y'all got, the week leading up to it, all the events you got to experience and stuff like that? You're right. It goes on every team. Um, you know, 
you know, some teams get out there and they, that, that they cut it off right away. The older guys stand up and they go, Hey, like, we're not, we're not going out. We're not doing all that. We're here to win. And some teams they go out and, um, I don't know. I didn't see anybody out, but apparently they were. So, um, yeah, it could go either way. I, I don't think that, um, makes or breaks you in the game. That's when you're out there playing, um, you know, I, I think that, that all that goes out the window and, you know, you can go out there and you can easily, I've seen guys, um, you know, over my career, um, you know, go out there, practice, do everything they got to do, go out all night, then, you know, come in the next day and ball out. So, um, I, I just, I don't think that's an excuse for, for losing. I think the, you know, we, we lost because we lost our damn quarterback. Tyler Fitch at Tyler Fitch one should Kiffin change his policy on assistant coaches being available to the media. And might that be something Durkin would ask for in a new contract? Well, Durkin's gone. So that's irrelevant, but I do think that there is something to that. I, I don't think it matters as far as we're concerned in the media, but with coaches and also fans, I think it would certainly be something that would be smart for Kiffin to take advantage of from our vantage point. If you got to do your job just by getting quotes from coordinators and stuff, you can't do your job. This has been Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Bradley Sal, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. If you haven't already subscribed, review Talk of Champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Just simply search Talk of Champions. Before we get out of here, what are you most going to be paying attention to this week? I think 100% it's going to be the the coaching, you know, leaves, the coaching who we bring in. And, you know, kind of what we do in the portal here. So um, I think everybody's looking for that. I just think there needs to be, man, I'd love one good splash get and then kind of get it rolling. And um, you mess around, get five guys. I mean, I know, I know there's a couple that are right there that are, that are people are going to be pretty excited about. But, man, we can mess around and get some kind of quarterback, um, you know, some surprise quarterback, something like that, and kind of get some guys in here. That I think it'll it'll boost the, the morale. Right now, everybody, all you see is people leaving. Everybody's leaving, but um, you know who's going to be coming in. I think you get a couple guys that'll kind of change the mindset, and we know who um, who we'll have going into next year. That's what I think I'm looking for. That's what every old fan needs. I mean, after after losing a game, losing your quarterback, losing all these people, let's get a couple guys come in and commit, and and let's get the get the ball back rolling and get, get the mindset. You know, shooting forward. I think everybody's got a lot of gloom and doom right now, and um, it, with the first couple guys we can get to come in will change that. No more mailbags for like a month. I like doing mailbags. I just feel like we do them now every single show. I want to talk to Chris Collins. All right. Well, I'll put us in a group text. Um, we'll see right. if we can get to to actually. Set you know up what the that time. means. You know what that means. What does that mean? I'm the closer. Yeah. Well, you got to get a time. You got to get them to actually get on the phone. So. All right. Yeah. That's, You're the connect. That's... You're the connect. But I'm the closer. You got it. You All can right. close as you want. See you, buddy. See you, man. Howdy, Tyler. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.